0: Welcome back to the Six Ps Podcast. Once again, it is great to have your company for another edition. And today we are continuing to delve into 1950s America, specifically that Greenwich Village community that is depicted so effectively in Alfred Hitchcock's rear window. Today we're going to be having a look at a sample essay and discussing how to respond to a topic effectively, how to implement evidence, how to explain it and of course touching on film techniques and being expressive in our writing. But I should say this episode is also going to be broadcast in a video format on YouTube so if you would like to watch that you can do so by searching 6 P's podcast" on YouTube or even probably in Google. You'll be able to find a link to the video and it might help and just provide some visuals of not just the text and the essay, um, but also some annotations as well. If you would like to get in contact, you can do so by emailing me at 6pspodcast at gmail.com. That's 6pspodcast.com at gmail.com and as always happy to answer any of your questions and it's been great to hear from uh, quite a few of you actually already this year as you embark on year units three and four vce english but let's get on with uh, essay writing and going through this sample essay today we are going to look at essay writing focusing on alfred hitchcock's rear window And I thought we'd go through a sample response and discuss structure, implementing evidence, ensuring, of course, we are explaining and analysing our evidence, and above all, making sure we are responding to the topic, which is particularly important in your VCE English exam. So let's look at this sample topic. And it asks us, the viewer becomes a voyeur in Hitchcock's rear window. Do you agree? The first place to start is always with the key words, and in this case, we have two really important ones. The first one being viewer, and the second one being voyeur. Straight away, I'm already thinking about my key themes, and the one that stands out here definitely in terms of the word voyeur is voyeurism. If we look at some synonyms for these key words, for viewer, you could use audience, or spectator, and when it comes to voyeur or voyeurism, of course you are able to be flexible with that. You can think about terms like observer, spy, surveillance, witness, and these are really really crucial and important in terms of ensuring our expression is varied and that our vocabulary is complex and sophisticated. And again, expression is a key factor both in the SAC as well as the exam. So let's formulate a contention, and of course our contention is our response to the topic. And our contention here is gonna be that yes, the viewer does become a voyeur. Might also um, add to that a little bit by exploring the idea about how it's through this process though that calls for introspection or self-reflection from viewers. When it comes to formulating arguments, I suggest look for reasons for your contention, or you can even add the word because, by, or through, onto the end of your contention. So in this case, we're going to say the viewer becomes a voyeur through the shared perspective. That the viewer does become a voyeur um, because it leads to introspection. And the third one, or well, the third argument, would be that the viewer does become a voyeur, and in the process, questions the validity of voyeurism and making assumptions. Again, three arguments is a good way to go. Of course, no one's going to stop you doing four. Obviously, be aware that you will be writing this under timed conditions, be it for your SAC or for your exam. In the exam, you've probably only got about 60 minutes. You should probably have the same for your SAC, 60 minutes, as well as your 10 minutes of reading time. And that brings up a really important point here. Use your reading time properly, and use all of it. Within that reading time, you should be thinking about your contention and your arguments. In fact, by the time they say your writing time starts now, you should have formulated already your contention and your arguments. On top of that, you should be starting to flesh out what kind of evidence you want to use and ensuring that you're not doubling up. What I mean by that is, you don't want to be talking about Jeffries in every single paragraph, or you don't want to be talking about Lisa in every single paragraph. And you want to think about which secondary characters you might like to bring in to ensure that you are showcasing a broader knowledge of a text, not a narrow one, where you're merely focusing on Jeff and Lisa. So let's get to our introduction. This is a sample one we have for you. And it says, Set during thriving post-war America, Alfred Hitchcock's re-window compels the audience to become voyeurs, yet also provokes active evaluation. Hitchcock's restrictive directional decisions force protagonist Albie Jeffrey's perspective upon viewers. Additionally, the sustaining suspense and employment of symbolism collectively offer contradictory viewpoints upon the vigilante behaviour promoted by the American government, discouraging communist ideals within society and prompting watchers to consider its ethics. Furthermore, Hitchcock stimulates the audience to question the reliability of observation and ultimately... The film entices watchers to become complicit with Jeffrey's observations while subtly suggesting his lack of righteousness. If we go through this introduction, you'll be able to see that the contention is clearly outlined and the three supporting arguments are all fleshed out. You can see that the contention comes up in the first sentence here. The idea that the audience become voyeurs yet also provoke active evaluation You are able to state your contention early. You might want to save it for the second sentence. You might want to start with some context information first and then bring in your contention. Again, with English, there's no one right way to go about things. Just work out what works best for you. Our first argument here is in yellow, the fact that Hitchcock forces the protagonist, Elby Jeffrey's perspective upon viewers. The second argument, which is in green for those of you watching, is the idea that it prompts watchers to consider its ethics. That, it's being voyeurism. And the last argument, the third one, is the idea that Hitchcock stimulates the audience to question the reliability of observation. You'll notice throughout this introduction, there are a couple of errors. Again, they're not massive errors. And as long as they don't impact on your overall expression, you should be okay, but please remember to proofread your work. You'll notice at the end of this introduction as well, that the contention is almost restated again, just to ensure that the examiner or the marker understands that you are responding to this particular topic. And Vicar consistently year in, year out, suggests that some students or many students come in with pre-prepared essays or tweak the topic to suit. In fact, um, almost um, too much they tweak the topic in order to suit something that they want to write on. Remember, the topic is there for you to answer to. And that last sentence that ultimately the film entices watchers to become complicit with the Jeffrey's observation, whilst also subtly suggesting his lack of righteousness and the need for introspection. So, let's move on to our first main body paragraph. The limited narrative perspective forces the audience to share Jeffrey's viewpoint. Implementation of the fifty millimeter camera lens mimicking human eyesight incorporated with the Kuleshov effect encourages viewers to participate in the protagonist's complications. This is evident when Jeffrey's attempts to peek into the newlyweds' apartment, with the camera shifting between the narrow window of the neighbours and the close-up of the protagonist struggling in his wheelchair with a strained expression in an attempt to gain further insight into their lives. Such transactions stimulate the audience to duplicate Jeffrey's behaviour, thus becoming window shoppers, and piquing curiosity in the lives of others. Furthermore, Jeffrey's confined setting, extenuated by the enclosed apartment blocks and his plaster cocoon, elicit frustration towards Hitchcock's provided perspective. Such a powerless position lures the audience to become complicit in Jeffrey's voyeurism as it restores authority as suggested by the high angle shots over the communal apartment space. Consequently, the audience is forced to share Jeffrey's viewpoint, thus becoming watchers themselves. In this first main body paragraph, we have a clear topic sentence at the start. We understand that the limited narrative perspective is going to be the main focus here. There is a nice blend of evidence here with both film techniques being utilised as well as quotes. This is a very popular uh, argument for not just this topic but a range of essay topics, the idea that the audience is complicit in Jeffrey's um, actions due to Hitchcock and in this case you're going to be focusing on film techniques. You'll notice that things like the camera lens, the coolest of effect, close ups, the setting and camera angles are all used in this paragraph and when film techniques are the main source of evidence for you, you will find it difficult to bring in quotations. In this case, we've got two quotes, window shoppers and plaster cocoon, that have been effectively used here. In fact, one of the quotes has actually been used for explanation, which is an interesting way to go about things, but that is one of the main difficulties, particularly with what we would call film technique essay topics. They do allow for film techniques to be discussed, but at the same time, it does find it um, you can find it quite tough to incorporate quotations. so please be aware of that and think about some flexible quotations that can be used in this case. You notice there are some nice verbs being used and verbs are really important when it comes to explanation. So verbs we often say that are really useful to ensure you are analyzing are verbs like highlights, showcases, demonstrates, depicts, portrays, condemns, promotes, encourages, endorses, these are always really good uh, verbs I should say to use to ensure the examiner knows you are not just simply retelling the plot, you're not just summarising, but that you are analysing. And that's a really important thing to remember, analyse, don't summarise. Of course you will need to do some summary, but generally speaking the focus is on your ability to analyse the examples you've used. Note at the very end of this paragraph there is a clear link back to the essay topic. Remember you should be linking your paragraph idea or your argument back to the overarching essay topic. So in this paragraph we've got the phrase, the audience is forced to share Jeffrey's viewpoint thus becoming watchers themselves. That clear link to the viewer becomes the foyer. Let's move on to our second main body paragraph. Hitchcock's paradoxical depictions of the ethics of observation invites the audience to evaluate their own behaviour. Although Hitchcock maintains suspense via the aforementioned restrictive nature, the symbolism of the binoculars instead discourages voyeurism. As Stella bluntly brands the portable keyhole when utilised by Jeffries to scrutinise the Thorwalds, replacing his eyes with the reflection of the apartment blocks. This dehumanises him, and illustrates his detachment from reality, replicating the audience's behaviour within the cinema. Regardless, the viewers would continue to watch as they, like Jeffreys, are far too engrossed in the thrill of the potential murder to be inhibited by rear-window ethics. In addition, Hitchcock's climax provides an impetus surrounding the morality of voyeurism. Thorwald staring directly into the camera and consequently breaking the fourth wall, confronts viewers and evokes a sense of unsettling discomfort as the distance once maintained by Geoffrey's isolated apartment is compromised. In conjunction, Thorwald's inquiry of what do you want from me, followed by Geoffrey's silence, amplifies the purposeless, uh, purposelessness of his voyeurism. Geoffrey's inability to respond compels the audience to contemplate their own behaviour and the unethical nature of spying. Ultimately, Hitchcock provokes the audience to reassess the morality of their own film watching. It also promotes the authority provided by it to potentially encourage them to consider the vigilante behaviour advocated during 1950s America. So you notice in this paragraph, the key idea is ethics, or the key theme is ethics. And that's a really important point to consider. Think about your key themes and ways that you can attach them to the essay topic. In this case, we're talking about ethics and the idea around voyeurism. Once again, we've got some really nice quotations in here. We've got the portable keyhole. We've got the rewindow ethics and we've got the what do you want from me quotes. We've also got a little bit of symbolism utilized here through the use of the binoculars. And the film technique to an extent here is that shot of Jeffreys where his eyes are replaced by the reflection of the apartment block. Again, the important thing to note here is that all the evidence is explained or analysed. And once again, through the linking sentence at the end, the marker or the examiner is completely aware that this student is responding to the essay topic. Let's move on to the final main body paragraph. The presentation of a biased and limiting perspective propelled the audience to question the reliability of voyeurism. After drawing the viewers to plainly accept Jeffreys' viewpoint, Hitchcock offers a variety of additional perspectives to widen their insight as well as develop suspense. This is displayed when Jeffreys is asleep, and Hitchcock reveals Thorwald walking home with another woman. Though careful editing, through careful editing I should say, the audience would immediately identify her as Anna Thorwald, and superficially reject Jeffreys' suspicion of murder and as the eclectic residential neighbourhood resonates a sense of innocence and ordinary as depicted through the neighbour's seemingly carefree nature and ignorance to their vulnerability. Such shallow conclusions weakened by the mise-en-scene, including the dim red lamp above Thorwald, symbolising his burning immoral passion and consistent reinforcement of the restricting narrative. Furthermore, commentary offered by Doyle instils doubt upon the protagonist's judgement. Questioning, do You Tell Your Landlord Everything? supports Hitchcock's limited perspective, providing a shallow glimpse into the American lifestyle. However, the visual of Doyle spilling his drink demonstrates that he too is shallow, as he has misguided the cup and minor details of the situation. Hitchcock employs this to indirectly entice the audience's predispositions regarding, regardless of their expertise. As a result, Hitchcock lures the audience into a mistaken susceptibility based upon shallow, misleading information in order to invalidate their appraisals, stimulating the value of voyeurism. And once again, we're talking about assumptions here and Jeffrey's proclivity for voyeurism and the reliability of this in making assumptions. So here we've had Thorwald and Doyle analyze, so some secondary characters, but you could definitely in this paragraph discuss characters like Miss Lonely Hearts. And Miss Torso as well, and discuss gender in a little bit more detail, and Jeffrey's assumptions around that, and of course you could link to Lisa as well. We do have uh, some really unique interpretations here, though, which I like about this paragraph. So they've gone and looked for evidence that I wouldn't say is um, is out of the ordinary, is not always seen, and has been effectively utilised to support this argument. So. For example, we've got the symbolism of the red lamp and we've got Doyle spilling his drink. So these are examples we don't always see in essays and that's really important to think about. So try and find your own unique interpretations. In one of the podcasts earlier when I spoke with Jim Lord, that was his main takeaway from that is to look for something out of the ordinary that you can utilise in order to support your arguments. Again, you don't want to wedge it in just for the sake of wedging it in it does need to be relevant to the essay topic, but it's really important to know that. Once again, the topic sentence and link are really clear and ensure that the essay topic is being responded to. And that leads us to our conclusion Rewindow compels the audience to become complicit with Jeffrey's perspective to entice the invasion of privacy. The limited narrative perspective imposed upon viewers to accept the protagonist's plain judgments. Subsequently drawing them into his life. However, contravening support and disapproving perspectives of voyeurism encourage thought provoking inquiry of its ethics. Hitchcock also deters the audience from voyeurism by disproving their shallow judgments. By enticing the viewer into Jeffrey's perspective, Hitchcock prompts the audience to assess the benefits and disadvantages of their behavior. So, in this conclusion, our contention has been restated. And our three arguments have also been fleshed out once again for us. You'll notice as well there's not a nice overarching statement at the end, which helps wrap up this essay. Again, that's all you need to do in conclusions. It is very similar to your introduction. You don't need to bring in any evidence. In fact, you should not be bringing in any new information into your conclusion. It should really be just a summary of what you've written about. And that takes us to the end of the essay. So a few tips to think about when it comes to essay writing. The first one is definitely bring in or respond to the topic in good detail. Have a clear contention and have three clear arguments. Remember your arguments are the reasons for your contention and think about adding the word because, by or through onto the end of your contention in order to flesh out ideas. The second piece of advice would be to ensure that you are including a wide range of evidence, not simply quotations. So this can be film techniques in terms of Rear window It can be symbols. It can also be the context. And this is particularly important for the SAC, where the first criteria for the text response essay is your knowledge of the world of the text. In this case, we're talking about 1950s America, McCarthyism, and the fear of communism particularly. Third takeaway is about verbs and Ensuring, I should say, that you are explaining and analysing your evidence. You don't want to fall into the trap of simply retelling the plot. Analyze, don't summarise. And the last tip is to really utilise that linking sentence. Make sure you use it to ensure that you are and to remind the examiner and the marker that you are responding to this specific topic. And I should say on top of that, try and make sure that your expression and uh Particularly your vocabulary is expressive, is sophisticated and complex where possible. Again, don't go too over the top with this. Simply make sure that it doesn't impact on your fluency, but do try and uh, use a variety of words and terms throughout your essay. So that's a sample essay of Rewindow. Don't forget, if you want more, you can subscribe to the Six P's podcast. There is lots of information on there, not just about Rewindow, but the other aspects of VCE English. And if you would like to get in touch with me, you can do so at 6pspodcast at gmail.com. We're happy to ask or answer, I should say, any questions or concerns you might have. But for now, this has been the Six P's podcast, reminding you that proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. Are we finished? Done.